Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Welcome to Move Your Mind. My name's Nick Brax, and this is a podcast where we have real conversations with real people and give real advice. On today's episode, I want to welcome Alexander Volkanovsky. Alex is one of the most liked personalities in the competitive world of mixed martial arts and is now the UFC featherweight world title holder. He's currently number three in the UFC men's pound-for-pound rankings, and Alex has recently told the story of his meteoric rise in the children's book, Alexander the Great. Alex, thank you so much for making the time to come and talk to me today, mate. I've uh, spent the morning looking you up, and I was like, "Holy shit, this guy's—it's pretty impressive what he's what he's done." And um, I've learned a little bit more about mixed martial arts and that whole area in the last year or so through other friends that are interested in it. So, yeah, fascinated to have this talk. But just wanted to say to you, first of all, thank you for making the time. No worries, man. Thanks for having me. Be good to have a have a chat, mate. I'm uh, looking forward to it. Appreciate it. Uh, so, h- how have you been? What's how what's been happening this year? Have you been um, have have things been compromised through COVID? H- how's that all changed? Is it? Yeah, I'm interested to hear about <laughs> your yeah. experience with that. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely been a, a different year for everyone, you know. So uh, for me included, but I was lucky enough to actually get a fight uh, this year to actually compete this year. Uh, not many. Uh, sports or athletes were, were able to do that or especially when i did i did that back in july so that was deep oh, right. in uh in COVID. Uh, we went to uh, abu dhabi and i uh, fought over there and uh, defended my uh, ufc belt the featherweight strap so it was a crazy experience man it really was and right now it's still obviously there's hurdles uh happening in the in the ufc and you know things like that but I'm still training. I like to stay uh, active. So I just, you know, always, always ready. I always say I stay ready and stay in good shape because you never know when, when something might come because, you know, that last one that, that, I, that I had was uh, only six weeks notice before I knew I was having that fight. So uh, oh, wow. you never know. So I'm the type of guy that's, you know, always in pretty good shape. So if something comes pretty quicker, I can get stuck into it. So You're staying ready, ready. ready to go. always staying ready. I think it's a good point for anyone, whatever you're doing, you know, stay ready because that's the thing. Life's so unpredictable, isn't it? We don't know, you know, just like COVID and these kind of things can come out of the blue. Also, you know, we might be thrown an opportunity that mm-hmm. we didn't expect to come. And if you're not ready for it, then you can't capitalize on it. But so it's, um, it's a good point. It's exactly right. And that's, uh, that's exactly what it was. It was the fact that it was a big opportunity. You know, the first, uh, the first, uh, you know, it was Fight Island. They called it Fight Island, and you know, it was a, a big deal. Like you know, and we're going to be the first fight, uh, the first fight card on on the island. So you know, the the world was talking about it. We're going to be like the only uh, sport going at the time, and you know, there was a lot of eyes on it. And it was going to free title fights on. You know what I mean? So it was a huge opportunity for me. It was an opportunity I didn't want to miss. So I'm glad I, I always uh, stay ready. I'm always in a pretty good nick. So. Uh, and we got the job done, which is always good too. So it Mate. was a great, great, great experience, but I mean, well worth it as well. 
Yeah, well, congrats on on that as well, on, on getting the job done. And um, was it was it a, a a lot of hoops to go through to be able to? I mean, that's like really mm-hmm. in the middle of when the pandemic was pretty severe over here. I guess was it hard to get out of the country to go and do it? It was. It was a. Uh, it was very hard. Look, it was a lot of hurdles. Lucky, luckily enough, I don't have to to deal with uh, that side of things. But even just in in prep, you know, there was a, you know, it's a it's still a team sport. Obviously, it's only me in the octagon but at the same time you need your training partners and coaches and at that stage we you weren't allowed to train at the gym you know you weren't allowed out of your house I was like so we're doing a lot of training at home I was you know staying uh, fit and ready uh, that way and uh, when we we heard of this opportunity uh, to go on on Fight Island we only had six weeks to prepare like you know the team uh, you know, they talked to like the government and all that and made sure we had exemption to train. So we're allowed to, we're allowed to train. I end up getting guys from all over like well, New South Wales to come in in the bubble with me and train for my camp. And then there was hurdles one after another. Like I didn't get, uh, this is uh, literally my last session it was, I did on the day I left to go to Abu Dhabi. We didn't have our exemption till like three or four hours before I had to get on the flight. So I wasn't even allowed to leave the country. Uh, yeah, at that stage, like, you know, we thought we went through it and then there was other dramas. And so there was a, a lot that had to happen, that had to be done. And, you know, it was a lot of hurdles and we got through them. You know, I was thankful enough to have a, a team behind me to, to help me with that. But it was uh, considering the times as well, uh, actually, you know, the process of me getting to Abu Dhabi and all that, it was actually, the process wasn't too bad. I probably expected a lot worse, but yeah, uh, you know, again, a lot of hurdles, but you know, we, we got through them, thankfully. That's great. Yeah, it'd be hard to stay focused in amongst all of that. And it reminds me, you know, made me think of like a Rocky movie or something where you've got, you know, six weeks, you've got to crank up the training, you've got this intense period. I mean, I'm sure it would have been like exciting as well but then also just so difficult to in when there's so many distractions and so many things going on how do you stay you know hyper focused yeah yeah but that's in that, uh, it's like yeah it, it, it is it is because uh, as you said like i knew there was hurdles and i knew there was a chance i might not even get to abu dhabi but yep. you know i only had six weeks to prepare and like that's not that uh, that's not a big camp so for you to get ready and like for me i'm all about preparation you know and i need to be i want to be in the best you know physical and mental shape i can going into a fight so i train hard and we put a, a lot on the a lot on the line in the, in the gym you know we we really get stuck into it and it's hard to have that uh well commitment and motivation like especially when you don't even know if you're going to fight so yeah. there's still you know you still got that in the back head oh yeah what if you don't even fight but you know these are little battles that you will you will try and get through, but you know you just have to stay strong and and luckily again, like I, I got the team uh, not telling me everything. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I didn't know about the fact that we didn't have it, but I mean, obviously in my head I still knew there's going to be hurdles, but I had to push them aside and and uh, do what do what needed to be done. You know, I got a structure uh, in camp, and you know we we do things uh, how we do them, and you know you got to you got to be focused. So th- that was a bit of a challenge, but it was something that that it had to be done. Yeah. No, great. Um, so we, every time I get a new guest on, we sort of ask them to just do um, just a really brief uh, overview of, of who you are, where you've come from, how you got to mm-hmm. where you are now. And, um, you know, we'll cover a lot of this when we go through it. But just if you can do, you know, a condensed just for the, anyone listening so they can learn about you, just a bit bit of a background on yourself. Yeah, well, uh, oh, I'm just a, 
I, I like to say I'm just a normal bloke from from a small town here in uh, Illawarra, uh, Shell Harbour uh, region, Illawarra region. And, uh, you know, just a, a family. My mother was a Greek and my dad was Macedonian. And uh, just hardworking uh, family, you know what I mean? And one thing that I can say is that I'm just from a, a small town that, you know, that, that dug deep and uh, stayed committed and, and believed in myself. Uh, and, you know, I got, you know, I'd done plenty of sports found uh, MMA and uh, you know took that on and and again I'm I'm still here in the Illawarra you know a lot of people think yeah, you well. can't do big things from small towns I trained uh, literally a couple of 100 meters away from my house and uh, you know I, I was able to be there from day 1 you know be, again still be a, a, just a normal human being that's taken out the world now I'm a UFC world champion so uh, again that's something that I really want to, you know, sort of let people know that, you know, you don't need to be in the, the big city and all that. Like, you you know, I'm just, again, it's just something that just believe in yourself, hard work. And, you know, if you're, you've got the right mind frame and, uh, you know, the good people around you, you can do anything. And again, I did it all from, as most people say, a small town. And, uh, yep. you know, now I'm UFC world champ. That's amazing. I, lo- I love that message as well that, you know, you, what you're saying, you don't have to mm-hmm. go and, because I think like, more than ever, whatever we're trying to pursue now, like people feel like oh, I need to, you know, put this image. It's all more about the the front end stuff and mm-hmm. where, where you are, what you're doing, what you're presenting. Whereas, like what you were saying here, and from what I've read on you, it's you know, it's you've simplified a lot. It's just if you want to do something, just work your ass off, and yeah. you can do it. You know, the rest will sort itself out. Yeah, I, I love that message. Well, exactly right. You, you're one hundred percent. You know, everyone's trying to obviously. You know, whether in our sport especially, you know, they put on a front and, you know, they're obviously, you know, it's a part of the game and I understand that. And obviously you want the message, you've you got your messages you want you want to put out there. But really my, my message is, is that, you know what I mean? Like you can do it no matter who you are, no matter where you're from. Don't, don't ever let anyone tell you you can't do it. Just yep. if whatever you believe in, you can do it. So that's uh, that's something that I truly do believe in. That's a message that I do want to get out there. Yeah. No, it's a great message, mate. Um and you, so you did you always want to be a professional athlete? I read that you you played rugby, uh, rugby league, was it or union? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, rugby league. Uh, rugby league uh, was that sort of the initial goal, and then you you went into mixed martial arts after that. Um, yeah, well, I, well, I played uh, soccer uh, when I was young, like my my brother did, and my, my father, and uh, then I. I wrestled. I actually did a bit of wrestling, which isn't that big in in Australia. But I just so happened to get caught up in wrestling from a like a PCYC, like a youth uh, games night, and they finished uh, with on a Friday night. They would finish with wrestling, and I went in and, and wrestled a few people. And you know, the coach was like, "Mate, you're good at this. You should come give it a go." So I did that like for a year. I think I did, and I did very well. Like I was Australian champion, national champion. Uh, but then I got, you know, I just wanted to play football with my mates. So that's sort of where I went. To football and that and I was a half decent at it you know but there was something that I've always loved about martial arts it's something that I, I don't know if it's just in my blood or, or whatever it is it's just something that my whole my family uh, uncles everything you know that we've all all uh, always been into it and it's always been something that I wanted to do I wasn't even training MMA at the time I was you know picturing myself UFC champion and I wasn't even training you know what I mean so it was something that was always a passion of mine but I just Ah, uh, it'll happen. It'll happen, and I just, you know, just played it off for so long until I was like, you know what, let's do it. You know, let's let's go and uh, let's go do do this. So I believe in myself, and and that's when I yeah. My last year of football is when I had a couple of fights, and I I trained and and thought, you know what, 
let's uh, let's uh, let's take this on. And it was uh, quite a journey. It was a, but a quick journey considering I was 22 years old when I started MMA, and uh, to be a, a world champion starting at such a, a late age, I think it's pretty impressive. Something I'm very proud of. And again, that's a, that goes with that message I try and tell people. Like you know what I mean? You can do it. You can do it. You can do it, and it doesn't matter, you know, what age you are, where you, where you, when you're starting, you know, if you want to commit to it, you can do it. Because that's what I was going to ask you. I'd read, you know, you were 22, 23 when you, you got into it. You're 31 now, I think, from what I read. I mean, it's a pretty short window that you've, like, gotten into this sport and become world mm-hmm. champion. It's like, bloody hell, I, I, I think you should be proud of that. I'm, like, pretty yeah. in awe of the fact you've been able to do it, like, in that short amount of time. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, that's a... Yeah, man, that's a, that is... A, it's funny because it's sort of felt like it was still a long process but it was so quick at the same time there was like there was times where you know I wanted to get into the UFC obviously UFC is the pinnacle of the sport and I was number one in Australia pound for pound you know I was a world champion in other organizations and you know I did a uh, uh, you know so much in the sport here in Australia and I was like man when am I going to get this UFC contract and it was just there was like a good two-year period where everyone was trying to push for me and it just wouldn't happen so uh, you know it, it that was a process where, like I said, there were some times where it felt like it was dragging on, but to still do what I've done in the, in the short amount of time is, it, again, it's something I'm proud of and, you know, I put it down to, you know, the right mind frame, you know, the hard work and, you know, put, putting in the hours and doing what needs to be done. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, you know, this podcast, it's uh, the core of it's about about mindset. And I, I read um, mm-hmm. a thing you had said where, um, I won't read the whole thing, but you'd said, you know, there's no excuses in fighting um, you can be playing a team sport and have a good game and you can still lose in fighting. It's all on me. And if I go out there and lose, then it's my fault. And mm-hmm. you said that you like that. And I can sort of relate to that from when I used to compete in, in running. I, I went from football to uh, middle distance running at a pretty high level. And um, now with acting as well, I love that feeling. I mean, it can be hard in different ways, but that feeling that this is all on me. I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not, a, you know, I, it's every single thing I do um, whether whether I get a result, I control, and that's up to my mindset. I mean, yep. how how big of a part does mindset play in that? Is that that's the the number one thing? Yeah, uh, mate, it, it really is. It really is. It's something that uh, for me, obviously, I can only talk uh, from my experience, and uh, that is uh, through MMA and mixed martial arts, and uh, like martial arts in general. Not only uh, you get the the values and morals that you know you respect and honor and all that type of discipline and which you know goes a long way as well. But I mean, competing uh, is you know in any sport is really good. But just something about MMA again. I'm going to talk from my experiences. Mm. Uh, you know, like you know you know building resilience and building uh, you know. Th- you know, such a, a, a word that's used so much now, but, you know, I, I come to MMA and I, you know, I think of, you know, the more and more I talk about it, the more and more I, I'm in, uh, like, having chats about it, I, I start, I, the more I learn about it, I learn, learn about myself. Like what, what made me that person that's, you know, that's just going to do what needs to be done? Like, how do I get through some of these sessions I need to do? Like, some of these sessions I do, some people watch me and see you know, my fitness and all that, and they just can't believe it. Mm-hmm. And I, I bring it to, to like, them early days in the gym or maybe even my childhood, you know, where, where it is, you know, you know, building resilience. I didn't even know I was doing it at the time, but, you know, but that's why I feel like, and it's something that I know even for my daughters, I'd love to put them into martial arts because, 
you know, competing, you know, losing, you know what I mean? Losing, being in uncomfortable positions, being in a position where you're fighting to get back up, you know, it's mm-hmm. not comfortable, mm-hmm. but do I just give up? Do I stop? No, you're going you're gonna to push for it. And if you're constantly doing that your whole life, you know, obviously these are, these are uh, battles you're going to have in life as well, you know what I mean? You are going to be, you know, things are going to want to pull you down. You've got to try and push yourself through it. But I do believe, like, these are things, while I'm in the gym, I'm just constantly, you know, I'm building the resilience. I'm building a, you know, I, one thing that I use a lot is, uh, uh, this is my sort of saying, is I get, I'm, I say comfortable in uncomfortable positions. I wouldn't yeah. say comfortable, that's probably the wrong word, but I accept uncomfortable positions. Uh, so, you know, I am going to get uncomfortable and you know what I mean? And I, I've accepted as it's how do I get through that then? How do I move on from there? How do I get over that hurdle? Do I just give up? Or do I find a way that that's going to work? Or, you know what I mean? I'll just get through it. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to tell uh, people, you know, again, this is, you said this is more about a mental side of things. I don't have all the answers. But I mean, one thing that I know from my experience is I deal with it through the resilience and through, uh, you know, through being in these positions where, you know, sometimes you ain't going to always win. You know what I mean? So that that's why I love my sport, like, a, you know, starting it. I wish I started when I was younger, but I'm lucky mm. enough, uh, whether it was through my childhood, being through, through my family, and again, my, my parents were just, you know, hard workers, and there was times where, you know, they were great for me, I, you know, I'm not going to lie, I had everything uh, I needed, but, you know, they were hard workers, they were, you know, they they come from, you know, villages, they come back and they worked for what they had to work for, and, you know, there was times where I was a very young guy and I had to, you know, fend for myself where I, you know, make, cook my own feeds, get to school myself. And there'll be days where I forgot to pack my own lunch and I wouldn't have the whole day w- without food at school. And, all right, well, you know, I just had to deal with the type of thing. But again, it was not something that I'm not from, trying to throw shade on my parents. It was just they were hard workers and, and they were there and I had responsibilities that I had to look after. And yep. uh, it, rather than being angry about it, I'm, I'm sort of glad I was sort of put in them positions as well. You know, I'm not saying for parents to just d- d- do that, you know what I mean? But I just mean for me, my life experience, I believe it's, it's uh, that, that helped me be the type of person I am, you know, when I'm in these uncomfortable positions, just be like, it's all right, I've got to get through it. You know, I'm not going to just stop. I'm not just going to give up. I'm just going to go. And, and I'm doing this on a day-to-day basis in the gym. My coach makes me work hard. You know, there's sessions where I say that, you know, fighting is the easy part. Preparation for the fight is the hard part. I don't get nervous to fight. I get nervous for some of my my training sessions because I know I'm going to go to breaking point. But do I give up or do I move forward? Sorry, I, I kept going on with that, but that's sort of what I, where I wanted to go with that, that sort of message. Being Accepting uncomfortable positions and how do you deal with that? Do we just give up or do we at least accept it and then how do we, how do we make ourselves better from that? No, I'm glad you went on with it because there's so many so many things, amazing things you've said in that. And um, I I think the you know the one of the most important things is exactly that that people um, need to understand that you know in life whatever we want to do we are going to have to go through discomfort. And I think a lot of the <laughs> time we try and avoid that discomfort. And if you avoid it, you're not going to get the end result you want. So it's really understanding, and I love the way you put it, you know, try and be comfortable or embrace Mm -hmm. that uncomfortable um, process because that's what is going to build you and lead to, you know, the result that you want to get and and build that resilience. And it is so important. I can see, um, and I was reading how you were talking about um, how important MMA is for kids and things Mm -hmm. like that, and I can totally relate to um, you know, I, like I was saying before, I grew up 
wanting to be a professional athlete and um, was very fortunate to have an uncle that just from a, such a young age, he saw how much I wanted to do and just supported me and instilled these values. And all of that to this day, I, you know, I train every day with the mm-hmm. acting, with everything else. There's that discipline where yep. um, it's just completely burnt into my mind. And that's because of, you know, those lessons. So I think, like you're saying, um, and it's another thing I had written down that I wanted to talk to you about because I read that, you know, you how, how important it is to you to, with um, things like MMA and instilling this in, in yep. kids. Um, you know, is that something you're really motivated to, to really obviously do with your own kids but try and make, um, do more in the, you know, the community to, to try and educate the importance of, these kind of lessons and you know getting getting that into the community well that's that's my pretty much my exact message you know that is exactly my message because especially with with uh with our sport ufc especially um you know there's there's promoting and marketing and and this sport like you know what hits the media you know again they you know they're hyping up fights and all this type of stuff and people have personas and all this sort of thing you know they're trash talking to build fights and this is all we see this is all a lot of people see and look i, I accept that I, I understand that that that's what people do but that's just not me and i'm again like i you know i'm not perfect and i'm far from it but you know i want to try and be the best person i can you know i'm constantly doing i'm always checking myself to be the best person i can that's what i'm doing and and there's a lot of UFC fighters. There's a lot of MMA fighters that are exactly the same. And the message or, that I've pretty much uh, already explained mm. to you where mm. discipline, um, you know, like hard, you got to work hard to, to achieve things you want, you know, all these things, you know, respect, you know, these are, this is everything you will learn in any gym. Even these people that are, uh, are got this trash talk persona, I guarantee you when they're in the gym, they're respectful, they're disciplined. They listen to their coach. They do what needs to be done. They do things they don't want to do. You got know what I mean? Like all these things, these are things that it's just, just it's, that's just what martial arts is all about. But mm. that message is not really out there. People don't get to see that. But we're, I want to change that. Again, that's why I wanted to, we, with my book and, you know, and we've, ha- you know, having this conversation is, it's so much more than that. We, you know, what I mean? we ain't just mm. thugs swinging the leather in the cage. You know what I mean? We are uh, committed athletes uh, passionate about our sport, but I mean, we're hard workers and it ain't easy. This sport ain't easy and people don't even get to see the hard work that we do. Mm. And, you know, that's another subject that I don't know if it was gonna, we we're going to get into, but like when you start talking about weight cutting and, and these challenges involved in this sport and things like that, people, they do hear about it, but again, they don't, they don't realize that, that the hard work, you know what I mean? The, 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 the miserable feelings we have to put ourselves through just to, to, get there to getting that octagon and things like that, you know. So these are messages that I want to get out there, not just the trash talking and bad mouthing and you know, saying bad things about someone just to hype up a fight. Again, that ain't me. It's something I'm not not really proud of. I'm more proud of the, you know, the, the good things in our sport, you know, the, the positives in our sport. So that's something that, that's a message I want to give out. And that's why I got my book. Uh, you know, I, I believe it's a, something I'm very proud of because, again, that's a message I'm trying to do. And I believe that that is in the, in my, my children's book. So I'm stoked with it. Yeah, 100%. And I mean, and and, and so you should feel that you, you want to get that message out there because it's like, like you're saying, there's so many positives, there's so many things that the public would not normally hear about. There's so many mm-hmm. lessons that can be learned. Um, you know, like I was saying, I didn't know a huge amount of, about the sport until about a year ago. I've been living in Vancouver and I had an Australian friend who 
um, had an Aussie, he was friends with an Aussie fighter over there and he brought us to this match and we went and watched it and then went out with them all after and were chatting and, and he was sort of telling me, you know, and I was seeing, I'm like, there's this whole other side to it. And he was also saying, you know, a lot of these fighters um, behind the scenes, you know, you get in, in the in the cage and then, you know, obviously that it's game on, but behind the scenes there's this mutual respect and a lot mm-hmm. of these people are just the most disciplined, kindest, you know, warm-hearted people that you ever meet. And it's the media portrays it in, you know, in such a different way. So I guess yep. it's, it's such an important message what you're saying. Yeah, exactly, man. And, and that's, it's just, it's so true. That's exactly how it is. And look, I, again, I, I accept it. I know what it's like, but I mean, it doesn't mean I have to, again, I, that's something, as I told you, you before, that, uh, you know, I'm a little guy, you know, I'm just a regular bloke from a small town. You know what I mean? And you know, people are going to tell me, you need to do this, you need to do that. No, I don't. I don't need to do that. I, you know, and the same thing. I had people going, you need to trash talk, you need to do this, you need to do that. It's like, look, I understand it. I, I accept that that's the direction a lot of people want to go, but that's just not me. They tell me yeah. that I need to do it that way. I'm going to be respectful. That's just all I know. If someone bad mouths me, all right, I'm not bad mouthing back. <laughs> but I mean, at the same time, I'm not just going to dig up dirt and uh, and just abuse someone for for no for no reason. You know, again, at the end of the day, uh, I'm a martial artist, and don't get me wrong, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do what needs to be done. You know, I still need to, you know, again, I'm a, I'm a fighter, so I'm going to still have to put hands on him, on, on my opponent. So yeah, don't get me wrong, it doesn't mean I'm going to. Be nice in the, in the cage, but I mean, if there's there's going to be respect until they say the wrong things and that respect is gone. All right, that's it, and then then sure. we can go from there. But that's just that's my angle, and uh, again, it's just an angle that a lot of people don't get to see. But like you said, some of the nicest people I've ever met is in this sport. Yeah, it'd be hard to yeah. tell people that don't really know too much about the sport. They would be hard to tell them that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but you know, I, I I think that's a really important point. What you just said with um, just remaining yourself, and I think anyone listening to this, whatever the hell you're doing in life, like we often feel like we need to, um, you know, become someone we're not to to achieve in it. And and I know I felt that, you know, when I got into acting, I was like, oh, you got to, and I was and. If you try and be anyone other than yourself, you're not going to sustain it. You're not going to stick to it. You're gonna you're gonna end up hating the thing you love doing because mm-hmm. you're. You know, it's not you anymore. So I think it's it's really hard to do when, and I, I think you know I, I admire the fact that you you have been able to like you're saying do that and stay so true to yourself because it, it's hard and you know harder than ever right now where we're in a, a world where we're flooded with social media and we're presented images of what we should be and how we should you know put ourselves forward and what other people are doing and it's the hardest thing you can do is just ignore all of that and be like you know what I'm going to stay true to my heart I'm going to be myself I'm going to do things my way. And that takes confidence and that takes, you know, yep. self-belief and it, you know, you, so I think it's, it's, it's an amazing message, you know, what yep. you've said in that. And I really like it. Um, Thank you. I think it's really good. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, it's, uh, uh, as you said, there's so many, like, it's such a big thing in, in today, like obviously with internet and everything, social media and all that type of stuff. And, and again, like in our sport, our sport, especially it's, it's a little bit different. You go to others, like there's a lot of other sports. If you're the best, you're the best. You don't need a, you don't need a, you know, you don't need to do nothing. You just need to be the best. And the, the organization and that will just push you. And you know what I mean? You, you're, you're marketable cause you're the best. But uh, you know, it's just a little bit different in 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 our, in our sport. But at the same time, for me, uh, you know, I just need to, you know, again, be true to myself and 
just get me out there, get get a camera in my face, and let people get to know me. You know that that's that's all that, that I need to do. It's going to be, yeah. You know, some might say it's a, it's a slower process, but I mean again, it's just what I believe in, and that's uh, just I'm going to st- stay true to who I am and what I believe in, and it's something that I'm proud of. I know when when all this is done. You know, I hope I'm proud of, of what I've I done. I hope I, I can look after my family again. This is why I do it. I do it, uh, you know, for my family. This is how I, this is my career. This is a career path. I'm lucky enough that I, I did something that I love. But this is now how I look after my family. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I hope I'm, I'm able to do that when this is all done and be, be happy of the, the person I was or, or become after it's all done. Yeah, absolutely. And that's another question I was going to ask. I, I read mm-hmm. you have you met your wife when you were um, 15 and you've, mm-hmm. you've stayed together. Um, has that, how much has that helped with your motivation and staying focused and staying grounded? Has that been a big part of it? It has. It definitely has because you could imagine, you know, if you didn't have the support from, you know, the ones you love or, you know, you, you know I'm my wife, you know, or my girlfriend at the time, I'm living with her, or we, or my wife, I was married to her before I even got in the UFC. Uh, we literally put our, our lives on hold. Like we were doing whatever we could do just to get by so I could chase my dream. And you need to have support for that to happen. Like it, it's it's not easy, you know what I mean? It wasn't easy on my wife, you know. I We had obviously relatives uh, people that love us and only saying these things because they care for us. They don't see the big picture. They don't know too much about our sport. They, you know, they don't know. You know, they don't know. They now they understand, but I mean, they didn't mm-hmm. know back then. They're like, why? When's he going to give up on this? You know what I mean? You, you can't just live with your mother. You know, for the rest of your life. Or, you know, just just things yeah, like that. You know, yeah. they're just when's he going to get a regular job? Well, you know, or just like you know, get back to concrete because I was a concreter and and uh, she was like, no, nah, like you know. We believed, we had that belief and you know what I mean? And I was doing everything I needed to do. Obviously, I was chasing my dream, but at the same time, I was concreting uh, when I could and, you know, I was still playing football at, at, the, at the start as well. But you know what I mean? So I was just doing what, what I had to do uh, to get by. But I mean, you needed the support to get by. If I didn't have that support, I probably would have, you know, I could have gave up. I could have yeah. gave up on that. You never know. But again, uh, I'm the type of person that I, I'm driven, but again, I, I'm, a, I'm a family man as well, so... My family has a lot to do with everything. So if if I'm if my family uh, wasn't going to be backing me and supporting me f- through this, it definitely would be harder. You know, I'd have to find a find find ways to, to make that work. But you know, mm. that's a, they're my drive now. They're my motivation. That's what gets me through these, as I say, these hard sessions that we talk about. Like I know, like I ain't away. You know, I ain't spending time away from my family to be half assing this. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. I'm constantly checking myself every minute of the day. Are you doing yeah. the best you can to, you know, to make sure you can provide for your family or to make sure you hold that belt and that belt doesn't go anywhere from you? You know what I mean? You need to, you need to constantly check yourself, and I, I constantly am. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Which that pretty much answers my next question I was going to say. Sorry, mate. I tend to do that a fair bit. When... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's good. You're doing, you're doing my job for me, mate. Making it easier. Um, but I was going to say, you know... Uh, are there are there days when you just you know you don't have motivation or periods even where mm-hmm. it's like a week or a month where you just like 
I, you know, you're just struggling to find that energy mm-hmm. and passion and motivation. You know, what what are what are some things? I'm I'm sure family and what you were just saying then is one of them. Uh, you know, yeah. does that happen? And what what are what are things that you do to get your mind focused again when that happens? It it definitely happens. It happens, and it's going to happen to everyone. Yeah. And again, when I talk about uh, we talk about resilience or, or you know being uncomfortable and adversity. That's adversity as well, you know. I mean, me getting up in the morning, I'm sore and I don't want to go to the gym. I don't yeah. want to, you know, and this is going to happen to everyone. And I just, it's funny because I, I just did a, uh, a story on my social media just a, a, last week, I think it was, and this is what I, this was the message I said. I go, there's going to be days where you don't feel like going to the gym. But I mean, that's a, that, you know, that's adversity in itself. But you telling yourself, you know what, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go anyway. You get through it. Again, we, like you, you said, like how much better do you feel after a session? Sometimes we dread it though. We do not want to go. But I mean, a lot of times I go, no, nah, no, nah, let's just get through it. Uh, it ends up being a good session. It might be a hard, a hard session or it might be a bad session, but I still improved. Whether I didn't get, I didn't improve me physically, Mentally, I just improved myself. I just went over adversity. I didn't want to do it. I said, you know what? I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to go. I'm still going to push myself. I'm going to make sure. So I'm going to push through adversity and I'm going to, I'm going to make sure I get there. Obviously, if you've got injuries and you've got bigger problems, you've got to know when to accept that and then make it work around it. Okay, I get that. But there's times where you're just not going to feel it and it happens to me. Uh, there's months where I'm like, oh, you know, oh, it just feels like I'm just getting through. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just... I'm just going with it. I'm just I'm just going to the training to be at training. You know what I mean? And, and uh, which I guess I still look at it. Uh, that is still better than uh, not going, maybe. But I mean, like you know, sure. ha- how can you stay motivated? And, and it's little things. You're trying to find purpose in a, in a sessions as well. Like you know what I mean? Whether all right, did I improve here, or you know, was I able to improve someone else? Could I help my my t- training partners? Did I get fitter today? Did I get the sweat that I wanted to get the sweat? You know what I mean? You know, just got to try and it might be a small goal. Mm. It might be mm. a little goal that I'm, that I'm ticking, but I'm going to accept that. All right, I didn't, you know, that didn't make me a world champion overnight, uh, but did I tick some goals off? And, you know, at least I, I, I can do that. And that's one thing that a lot of people need to understand. Like uh, these goals that we set, we don't need to set them so high. Yep. You got big goals. And then we've got goals that's going to get us through the day as well. Keep us busy and keep us in check and eat one by one, you know what I mean? And at the end of the day, you know, you ticked off these little goals. At the end of the day, that's a successful day. That's a day that I took advantage of, you know what I mean? Just things like that. And I get, again, that's what I try. And I didn't know this, like, you know, you know, I didn't know this through, through trial and error and, and, you know, talking to the right people. And I understand that. And me, even me talking about it, me having these conversations, I learned so much as well. So, uh, you know, that's mm, speaking mm. as well. Speaking about it uh, really, really helped me and understands like, you know, as I said to you before, like, why why am I like this? Why do I just constantly get through it? It's like, you know, and then I I look at these little things. I learn so much every time I talk about it and every time, you you know, you have these kind of conversations. So I think, uh, you know, what you're doing, uh, these types of uh, podcasts and that is just so, so unique. It's so special. And uh, you know what I mean? I think it's something that a lot of people can really, really relate to and, and take advantage of. And I thank you for having uh, given me the opportunity to speak on it, not just that, giving the people uh, this sort of uh, knowledge. Yeah, appreciate it, mate. But that's the best thing about doing this. I get to, you know, sit down for an hour and talk to people like you that I wouldn't, you know, normally connect with in everyday life. And you get to mm-hmm. meet all these amazing people and just learn from them and share that information. So it, it is an amazing thing. But um 
Yeah, to the point you made before, I think that is, for, again, for anyone listening, it's like we're th- we're not going to always be able to be at you know the top of our game, mm-hmm. and there are those periods. And the number one thing is just fronting up, even if even if the result's not amazing. It's just if you keep fronting up, that like you're saying, that's when you're building the resilience. Yeah. And when you are, you know, when you are needing it, you're going to draw on that, and you're going to remind yourself, you know, what I'm so proud of myself that I pushed through when I was feeling you know, when I didn't want to be there and when I just, you know, my mind was telling me to, to stop, I kept going. That's going to make you so much stronger. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I love what the stuff you're saying about, like, I guess by talking about it, you're realizing that you've organically, you've naturally gone and done so many things that you can draw on that will help other people that, you know, there's mm-hmm. so many things in there. And I guess that's a big part of the, you know, the, the children's book that you've written, which, um, yep. you know, can you tell me more about that, that book um, for anyone listening? Yeah. yeah keen to Well, like, man, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a children's book. So that, that's the direction uh, like we, we went, you know, it's not, uh, you know, obviously a biography or anything like that. It's a children's book and it's, it is about that. It's, it is about like a uh, building resilience. Uh, you know, so we, obviously try to make it you know still fun you know you know martial arts and you know the cartoon like have me like kick in the bag and you know things like that and I, we try to make it so it's still something exciting for the kids to look at but still give them the right messages you yep. know what i mean the right messages that if you work hard and you push yourself and you know set you know whatever you set your mind to you can do it uh you know whether it's getting up early in the morning and and you know pushing yourself or eating your green veggies you gotta eat your veggies uh you know just you know things like that you know what i mean like you said building resilience and uh you know just you know just really pushing yourself but again like obviously it's not too harsh it's not something where we're like you know trying to draw these crazy things but just messages that are there that that can help you know build resilience and sort of you know but but at the same time bring it in a book and, and make it fun so yeah. uh, again, it's something that I'm I'm so proud of as well. It's not, you know, a lot of people look at it as like, oh, yeah, why are you doing? It's like because it's something I want to do. You know what I mean? As even having this conversation, I'm so glad we can. You know, again, I'm not, I'm still learning myself. We've as we're talking, I'm still learning myself, and I'm learning about myself as I just said. But um, you know what I mean? It's it's just something that I I love this type of stuff, and I love uh, you know. I love trying to give back whenever I can, and I feel like this book is is doing that. And uh, you know, so, again, something proud of, as you can see. Massively, mate. No, you can definitely see, and um, I think kids' education is like the number mm-hmm. one of the most important things because we're you know we're not taught this stuff in school. We're not we're not taught about uh, you know it's a thing I'm so passionate about trying to help to educate kids and change the educational system because we often have to learn through hardship or we learn through. Um, you know, or we don't learn at all about how to understand our emotions, how to create a good mindset, how to how to just be healthy in day to day life. You know, we mm-hmm. don't. It's not embedded into our education. So I think yeah. doing things like what you're doing is so important. And um, you know, the fact that you, I guess, you got to. It's a great way to do it to make it a bit more fun for them and relatable. Because otherwise, they're not gonna they're gonna tune out. So I think it sounds like you've found a really good um, balance with with getting that across and getting those messages. Um, out there to kids which yeah it's it's an incredibly important thing exactly so you know it it is uh, fun for for the kids we try to have fun and beneficial for the kids but it's something that uh, I want to you know I want my kids to read you know what I mean and that's how I look at it as parents want to get this book so they, you know, to help, yeah, you know, build the kids, you know, like to, to build the resilience and things like that, so they can, you know, send the right messages while they're reading a book. It's something that they want to do as well. So that's uh, again, it's a, 
it's cool. It's pretty cool, and it's uh, yeah, again, so I'm not proud of it. It's just uh, still still early days with it as well. You know what I mean? Who knows uh, where this can go? You know, what I mean? if I can help in so many other ways, and again, I'm learning so much on every day. You know what I mean? And uh, who knows where this takes me? You know what I mean? So exactly. I just think it's it's something that's cool, and not only has a lot of potential, but uh, again, it has a real good purpose and and something that I think a lot of people can benefit from. Oh, I'm sure it'll help a lot of people. Um, I had another question I wanted to ask. Um, how how much do you feel um, the success has come from talent versus you know just discipline and motivation? So, mate, I'm I'm probably a good person to talk to when it comes to a, as I said earlier, man. I'm just <laughs> a, a regular bloke, man. Like I've always been strong, all right. I've always been uh, strong, uh, but. You know what I mean? Like, uh, if I'm doing a, as a kid, if I was doing a test, a jumping test, a sprints and all that, like, I wasn't leading the race every time. You know what I mean? That that wasn't me. So, you know, there's a lot of people that are a lot more talented than me, but, you know, it was just me using my brain, me hard work and, you know, learning, you know, really uh, bringing that knowledge in and being able to use that while I'm working hard, you know, doing all, everything that needs to be done, whatever it is, like mentally as well, building the resilience and, you know, and you know, all this type of stuff. It's everything. It's the fact that I've really made myself uh, so complete with everything. I'm not perfect in any areas, but I, I put it all together so well that, that it works so well for me. And, and I think that's, a, that's something that, again, like a that's another message that I want to get out there. It's like, you don't need to be the, the fastest kid in the gym. You don't need to, you know, to jump six foot in the air. I still can't jump. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not a big jump. I've got short legs. But I mean, you know what I mean? Like it's, don't get me wrong. Uh, I, I, through, through time and, and hard work and get it, I, I can look pretty, uh, impressive in the gym. But again, it's not because of the, the crazy talented things. It's because I've just, never quit attitude and just the, just working at it and just always trying to improve myself in whatever way I can. Yeah, no, look, it's a, it's a inspiring thing and it's even me listening to that, it's making me more inspired and motivated to keep, you know, in my own pursuit to just be like, just to, to back yourself. Like, um, because, yeah, I guess you probably, which I think is true, you, you probably truly believe that anyone can achieve anything if they're willing to... Mm-hmm fight for it and work hard for it yeah yeah which i think and uh, adapting adapting is another word that i use so much uh where for me you know what i mean it's worked so well for me and again people are uh, you know oh you need to be explosive you need to be uh tall you need to be you know so these are people are still thinking this is what you need to be a complete fighter this is you know what i mean but no, like you don't. Like there's so many different, especially mixed martial arts. Look how many aspects mm. are in the sport, right? Uh, so there's the wrestling, grappling, there's everything. But, you know, adapt. Adapt to me. I've like, I'm short, you know, but I, I can use my short, stocky build in so many ways. I've adapted to my body shape. I've adapted to my skill set. I've adapted to, you know, I've just adapted to what I've got and made it work. And, mm. you know, that, that can, you know what I mean? And that's going to be... Again, is this something that I built through through a young age, and 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 lucky enough, I was just put in this position, and it worked out, and now I understand it. But again, adapting, and I, I believe that helps in in life so much as well. Things aren't going to go your way. I'm gonna, I can accept it. Like, you know, obviously, I accept like, all right, that didn't end well. Like, how do I learn from this? How do I adapt? How do I, you know what I mean? That's what I mean by adapting. There's 
you can always adapt and like you know try and adapt to whatever hurdles are in front of you again it's not easy i'm not saying i'm just trying to speak on my like experiences and, and things like that but again yeah. there's going to be hurdles and all that but you know i'm just trying to give you uh, the, the people that uh you know just a a little like a little information that, that that's helped me and maybe sure. you know and yeah just again it's a it is obviously can be a very touchy sort of uh subject as well but again man like sometimes we need to sort of accept uh accept these uncomfortable positions and adapt that's something there's a they're, they're, they're big words that i use a fair bit yeah yeah because like like you're saying you know we we might whatever we're doing if we're an athlete we might find okay we've got all these things going against us and then we that might make us throw in the towel and lose confidence or mm-hmm. you could look at okay if i've got those how how, how can that become an advantage or mm-hmm. if we are going through hardship or you know a good example and i've been talking about this on the podcast through all the coronavirus you know we can when we were you know in the middle of it and people are struggling and there's no certainty and they're not knowing what's going to happen you can look at that and you know complain and you mm-hmm. know just stay in bed all day and um you know, just talk about how negative everything is, or you could look at it and think, okay, well, this is reality right now. I can't control that. But in this situation, what can I do to improve? How can I use this time to reflect, to set some new goals, to, you know, build my mind? I keep saying to people, use this. If you can thrive through a pandemic, imagine, you know, what mindset you're going to have for whatever else life throws at you down the track, you know, use it to prepare yourself. And we can do that you know like you said adapting we can do it in anything yep. it's, it's a 100%. really powerful point yeah yeah exactly really, really right and uh you uh you you talking about obviously taking positives out of situations that is another thing that has helped me so much uh especially in this sport again like i'm a i'm a i'm an mma athlete so i'm going to go down that path and try and explain it that way but uh say through through fights like there's times where i've had a, a big opportunity to fight or something uh, and then the fight week, the, the the opponent got injured or I got injured. I ended up with a bad staph infection. I couldn't fight. At the time, I'm like, I've dedicated all this time, hard work. There's so many negatives, like so many things. I could be like, I did this thing, complain about. But then, you know, or do I look at it and be like, all right, you know, again, this is just an easy way of putting it, obviously. Uh, but I mean, it's better than me complaining about it. But I'll be like, oh, maybe it wasn't meant to be. You know, maybe, maybe I would have, you know, if I fought injured, I would have lost. That's four steps back. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe that yeah. wasn't meant to be. Maybe a big opportunity is around the corner. So me even just thinking like that, again, like a wishful thinking, you know what I mean? It's, but it's still just the negative, not letting that defeat me and being like, oh, we need to move forward. Maybe there's something better. You know, give me a bit of hope somewhere else and, and, and get that energy direction somewhere else rather than complain about what happened. But uh, And then I'll be like, you know what? And it turned like a lot of times something will happen then I'll be like ah and I'll, I'll whether I'm telling myself this but I'll be like oh no there you go I was meant to be this this is a, I feel this is a bigger opportunity for me this this works out better yeah. you know what I mean so just little things like like that like again trying not to and again it's easier said than done but again trying to find positives in negative situations because there mm. will still be positives and as you said sometimes it might be the fact that it might come down to oh well at least I've uh, you know, I've got through a bit of adversity, you know what I mean? Or wherever it is, uh, at least I built a bit of resilience. Wherever you look at it that way, you get what I mean? Like, this is this is hard, but I mean, all right, I'm going to have to just knuckle down and, and, and keep going. Uh, yeah. You know, now, the positive out of that was resilience, you know, just things like that. I don't know. I believe that, yes, thinking like that, and I'm glad you touched on that because that's a big point of, that's something that's helped me from my career so much. 
Yeah, yeah, and just focusing on the small things and one step at a time, not you know yep. getting overwhelmed by the bigger picture. And um, is it? Have you found it? Is it hard? Like it, I can imagine it would be tough in your sport, and I guess you've talked about you know this a bit, but to not be overcome by um, ego when you know it's such when you do have success in it, and then on top as well as that, I'm always interested in once you do get that success, is it difficult to maintain? Um, the motivation because you hear about a lot of athletes where you know they're driven to get there but then you get there and you get sort of that drive and hunger is hard to find again because you've you know you've you've actually reached that level of success with it yeah well again like what what is a it depends how how, i guess how people look at it like what is there you know is it there shouldn't be an end goal it shouldn't be i'm going to go get the belt and that's it like that's not the end goal for me i'm more motivated than ever I'm chasing my contenders. I'm like, so I'm the one screaming at all my contenders going, Where, are you going to fight? I want someone, you know, I want to know who's next. Yeah. Give me someone, you know what I mean? So I'm sitting there, I'm chasing the contenders. So I'm more hungry th- than ever. And uh, you know what I mean? So it's, for me, uh, I I haven't let that be the, the case. And you hear it so much. But for me, uh, again, my my energy, my focus and my drive is through my family. Yeah. Me just being a me getting this belt isn't enough. That ain't gonna look after my family for the rest of my life. I know I want my goal. I want the goat status. You know, I want to be the best mm-hmm. I can. I want I want to take advantage of this time. You know, this is gonna be a short time in this sport. You know, how can I take advantage of it and uh, you know give back to my family? So I'm gonna give it my all. You know what I mean? So I'm in the gym. You know, as soon as I I know I'm fight, who I'm fighting, and I got that eight weeks, and that eight week because we we structure from about eight weeks out, I guarantee you I'm gonna be training as hard as ever. You know, I mean, right now I'm still staying fit, still doing what I need to do, but uh, you know, again, I will not lack uh, motivation. I will not lack a uh, focus uh, because I got the belt. If anything, yeah. it's it's something that yeah, again, I, it's just not for me right now. It's not enough. I, I look at a, a bigger picture than just having the belt. The belt is cool. It's something I'm very proud of. But I mean, that isn't my end goal. So that's yeah. how I look at it. Well, you've given a really important point there, which um, I'm sure a lot of people probably don't have, which is, you know, we really understanding what is my my purpose and what is my deep, deep driving force with what I'm doing. A lot of people, it is about just the external and getting to that end point. And that's when people do implode. But I, I talk about this so much. If we, we need to understand what is that thing that you know is so important to you more you know above everything else above what you achieve or where you get to because if you have that then you can just deal with anything and you're going to keep pushing no matter what and you know it's like i guess giving an example for me it's i want to make change in mental health and even with my acting career whenever i'm you know struggling with that i think no i want to do it because the deeper goal here is the more success I can have in that, the bigger platform I can have to mm-hmm. help people in mental health. And it's like, so then you, it, it means you can actually deal with um, whatever's thrown at you, but you all, it also means you don't get caught up in all the bullshit, you know, that comes with yeah. everything else. Um, so I think it's just, yeah, a really, really important point what you what you said there. Yeah, yeah, man, that's it. That's exactly, that's exactly uh, what I was trying to say. And uh, yeah, I think it yeah it makes again like you learn so much just ha- just having having these uh, conversations, but it's cool. That's why I'm excited. And again, I uh, what you're doing what you're doing is a good thing. And and I see what you're saying because I'm the same with with again like, 
being the belt, having the belt and all that's good enough. But I mean, right now, my picture, I need success. I want to be successful for my family. Yeah. I want to be able yeah. to look after my family and give them the, the, the best I can. And, uh, you know, just winning the belt isn't enough. I go and lose that belt and start going downhill from there. That ain't going to look after them. We're going, we're going to be struggling, struggling again. And yeah. I ain't going to accept yeah. that. There's no yeah. way I'm accepting that. Yeah, for sure. And does that sort of um, tie into sort of post um, competitive career? Do you sort of have plans about what you want to do then? Or is it more of a, it'll probably be a natural, I guess, unfolding with, you know, all the stuff you're talking about and that you're doing? But yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, um, obviously, that's in our minds. Like, we need to, you know, so right now, I'm, I'm lucky I've got good people around me to help me with that as well. So again, I was, as I say, like, I didn't have. The knowledge, you know, I was a hard, I've always had the hard work and that's why I got to where I am. But, you know, now uh, we, I need to look ahead, you know, because as I told you, like I'm, as fighters, like we ain't going to be in this sport forever. Athletes, you're not going to be in this sport forever. So what is, uh, you know, what is after that? And, uh, you know, again, like, you know, getting that GOAT status, you're yeah, building your brand mm. as much as you can so you can, you can, you can work off that. But at the same time, yep. we're still working yep. and learning so much and obviously being smart with like right now again like uh, you're trying to be smart with what money i've got and like little things like that and obviously having the right people around you and uh doing training in certain areas and and things like you know what i mean so it's definitely something that you you need to you need to have and i didn't know this but i mean you know in the last couple of years it's something that has been drilled into me and now i totally understand it's something that i'm I've got my eyes on and, you know, that's, a, that's again, there's a, another a goal for me. You know, we're not a goal. It's just never-ending. There's no end goal. It's just we're going to keep pushing it and make ourselves a, better each day however we can. Yep. And, uh, yeah, there's no end goal in anything. It's about, yeah, exactly, keep growing and improving. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm I, you'll be able to help so many people through all the stuff yeah. that you've done in your own life. Like, you're already you're helping me through, you know, just listening to you today. And I know anyone listening to this will get massive benefit out of it. So there'll be so many things that that come out of it. Um, and just to, to sort of wrap up, we've got closing questions that we finish each, yep. each episode with, but before that, I mean, you're, you're a professional athlete, so I'm sure there's a lot of things, but we ask most of the people, you know, what are, what are sort of healthy things that you do every day for yourself that you can sort of recommend to, you know, anyone listening that just wants to, you know, try and improve their mental and physical well-being. What do you have some sort of I mean again you I'm sure yeah. it's a pretty extreme level because you're a professional yeah. athlete but you know a couple of things we could you could give as advice to someone listening. Yeah, well it's a I think we were touching on things so, so something that are the the little goal the goals that that I was uh, um talking about I believe that's something that's a, a message that I feel like helps me and can help is the fact that you know, on a day, like if we have little goals that we want to set, you know, and obviously if we don't get all them goals, don't let it get to you. But at the same time, you know, whether it is, all right, me eating a, a healthy meal for me, right? Because again, I'm going to talk in my experience. For me eating a, a breakfast was a nice healthy meal. Tick. There's a there's a goal, you know what I mean? I need to get, I want to get to the gym. I don't want it, but I'm going to go. Boom. Tick. Got it. At the end of the day, these are little, little goals. You know, I push myself to it. Some of them, oh, I didn't get to do them, but I, I made up for it here, here, here tick the goals at the end of the day, all right, you know what I mean, I, I feel better. So just uh, one thing that I can say is, uh, you know, again, don't set these uh, massive goals, have big goals, but I mean, at, on the day, keep yourself busy, uh, keep your, your mind busy through things that, that will help you, because again, I notice, uh, I feel like I love it, don't get me wrong, I love food, 
I love food, yeah, so I want to eat. But I mean, uh, after I eat a bit and then, then say if I put on a bit of weight, that's going to make things harder for me, uh, you know, going into camp and things like that. So at the end of the day, it's, a, it's you know, it might be a short happiness, but I mean, it ain't going to be happy for me in a couple of weeks, you know what I mean? So the end happiness isn't there. So, uh, you know what I mean? Like these things, are, again, like yeah, there's going to be a little bit of adversities during the day, uh, but if you can get through these little goals, I guarantee at the end of the day, at the end of the week, you're going to be a happier person because you know you bettered yourself and you're going to feel better. I just, that's, again, that's something that works for me. And hopefully, uh, if I explain that uh, well enough for, for people to understand where I'm going with that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, yeah, that's a really important message for anyone listening. Break things down. Don't overwhelm yourself. You know, have the end, the bigger end goal, but look at what are the little things I can do daily um, to just better myself. And mm-hmm. and just and also yeah when you are you know looking at doing something that might give you that short term gratification think about well is that going to help me longer term and I think yeah. that's it's really powerful what you've said there and before I go into these closing questions um mm-hmm. for if anyone if people want to buy your book or learn more about you etc and I'll put in the show notes links to yeah. it but um yeah where can they go yeah well we've got a Facebook page Instagram Alexander the Great Children's Book dot uh, com so you can go look at the website. Uh, so you can go straight to the websites or all the, the social media or I, I'll have a, it all on my uh, social media as well. At, at Alex Volkanovsky, uh, that's my, my, my Twitter and uh, uh, Instagram and Facebook's Alexander the Great. So you can get it all there or Great. you can go straight to the alexandertheGreatChildrensBook.com. Beautiful. And we'll have, um, yeah, we'll have links, direct links for all of that as well. Um, so yeah, these closing questions, we ask all the guests these same questions sort of at the end of each interview these can be sort of you know whatever comes to mind sort of one line okay, answers yeah. or whatever, whatever you think of but um, one line one line answers are hard for me but i, like, <laughs> I they don't, tend, to, tend to go <laughs> and most people don't yeah they don't have to be they don't have to be one but you know just whatever 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 you think of mate but um yeah i'll do my best <laughs> do your best they can be a bit longer than one line but um the first one um what's your best childhood memory that comes to mind best childhood memory Man, I don't remember much as a kid, to be quite honest. Now, best childhood memory would have to be... One thing that I always remember is like a, a holiday I went, once went. Sorry, this is just what comes to my mind. Yeah, yeah. A holiday uh, that, that I went with my family. I think it was up in Queensland. And um, I remember uh, it was... Don't know why, but it's something that always th- stick to me. It was like a, a big mushroom. We had a, a theme park. It was a theme park and a big mushroom, and it was like a shower mushroom thing. Right. And just sitting under that, uh, yeah, that's uh, something that has always stuck to me. And because you, you you threw that one on me and it was on the spot, that's all I can sort of think of. But that's something that always comes to mind is uh, when I was younger, just that little uh, mushroom shower was actually pretty cool. There you go. <laughs> no, that's, that's what I'm wanting, mate, just whatever comes to mind because you get, you get interesting answers in these. Um, yeah. um, the mushroom shower, is- there we go. Mushroom showers, yeah. Let's go, go have a mushroom shower. Uh, what What do you think is uh, the biggest burden on mental health in society today? The biggest burden? Yeah. So social media, maybe could could be a big one. Yeah. We've had probably I reckon everyone say that. Ninety-five percent yeah. <laughs> of people, it's like it, it's. I think it is. It's the worst. Yeah. The biggest well, that's thing. what I didn't want to say because I thought everyone would, but I mean, it's just. No, this is why yeah. I like doing it at the end because you know it just helps people understand. Yeah, this is social media needs to be managed. It's a problem. Don't um, let everyone tell you how to live your life and be. You know what I mean? Obviously, try and get the knowledge, but as we said earlier, be yourself. Be yourself. 
Um, where do you see mental health in 10 years' time in the sense of do you see in society things getting worse, better, or maybe a bit of both? Uh, social media? Uh, well, mental health in general. Oh, mental yeah, health, so, sorry. But things like, yeah, with social media and that kind of thing, do you see it becoming a bigger problem in, in the next sort of decade? Um, I mean, it's, it's, sorry, this, this one's a true. I, I honestly do believe it, it, will, it will get better. I yep. believe the more the more awareness, you know, like in Movember, I'm on Movember this year. Just the more awareness and right. the people trying to get the messages, you doing things like this, you know, it's it's unreal. And I think it's so it's something that we definitely need, and uh, we just need to get these messages out there. Need to get the knowledge out there, and I do believe uh, we will will see, you know, because it was it's more talked mm. about now. So you know, and I just believe you know the more knowledge that will be out there will definitely benefit. So uh, I believe so. Absolutely. Um, two more here. Uh, what would you say is your personal definition of happiness? Oh, man, this is going to be boring, man. Family, you know what I mean? Family, I do everything for my family. So happy wife, happy life, happy family, happy <laughs> life too, you know what I mean? Keep them happy, man. Like, again, uh, I'm, uh, I'm lucky enough to, to, to be in a position I am. Uh, but, uh, again, you know, I'm just uh, just thankful uh, to have a supportive family and just, yeah, that, that's, that's my happiness in there. You know what I mean? Again, I, if I do a hard session in the gym and I, I, you know, I come at home and I knew that I did the hard session for, for the family and that keeps me happy. I don't think that's a boring one. I think it's a beautiful one, mate. It's oh, good. Beautiful. It's a great message. <laughs> um, so final one, uh, what's the most, I'm sure there's many of these, but you know, what's the most courageous thing you've ever done? Most courageous thing I've ever done? Damn. I'm sure there's a lot, but... <laughs> yeah, there would, there, yeah, there would, there would. So... Or one of them. One of them. One of them. Okay, courageous. So as in like, a, yeah, okay. Man, it's a good question. Man, obviously just even getting in the, in the octagon, sure you know what I mean? Getting into the octagon is a, a big hurdle, like, you know what I mean? And, and being able <clears throat> to, the, all the pressures, you know what I mean? Like whether it's through injuries and, you know, you know, struggling with weight and all this type of stuff and then still going out there and to be able to perform and, uh, to even put yourself out there and stay stay strong and stay true true to yourself, uh, you know, I think that's that's huge and that that is courageous. I hopefully I answered that all right. <laughs> so. Oh, massively, massively. No, I think it's a great way to finish up. And look, I just want to say to you, I've really enjoyed chatting with you today. I've learnt a huge amount. It's inspired me, and I'm, I know that you're going to help a lot of people that listen to this. And um, you know, congratulations on everything you have achieved and that you are achieving. And um, you know, it means a lot to me that you've come on and on the podcast and spoken to us. So um, thank you so much for doing it and uh, good luck with everything that's, you know, ahead for you. No worries, man. And thank you. Thank you for having, like, again, as you said, having having something like this. And I do see uh, things improving uh, for mental, you know, health and that. And it's through things like this. So thank you. Appreciate it, mate. Thank you. This episode of Move Your Mind was produced and edited by Tim Boozer. Thanks to Alexander Volkanovsky for joining me today for Move Your Mind. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.